everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Green Room Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. That was a fun one. Uh, I, I tweeted earlier, like right after the game. Um, I was able to watch it during work today. Just couldn't, you know, in the middle of producing a live radio show, it is difficult to have your own uh, at the same time. But uh, I was able to catch most of it. And what strikes me about this team right now is they're, they're, they're playing some entertaining games. You know, I keep, we, we keep the joke going. Visually, it's better. Um, it seems like some of the guys have built a little chemistry with each other. I mean, you know, it's they haven't had any major injuries in a while, so some of these dudes have been, uh, you know, uh, playing together. They've had the time to be able to build this chemistry, and the team's just playing a lot better than they were a few weeks ago, but... Man, they just cannot win. They are still so bad. They're just like some lovable losers now. Like they they score some dramatic goals. Like you know, Jerry Mayhew gets another goal. Uh, they tie it up at the end. Uh, you know, it's 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 a little bit of fun. And then ultimately, they still just they still just get ahead and lose. <laughs> it's like they might not win again all year. Like they're gonna lose to Montreal again. Uh, like they're they're just so bad. Uh, but at least the games are a little more watchable right now is my takeaway. Um, fans are getting to see, you know, in this Giroux farewell tour, uh, at least some some uh, games that don't make you want to fucking throw a brick through the TV. So at least we have that. Uh, all right. That's all I have. Let's see what you have to say about the game. Let's lead it off with Harris Barnes. Harris, you're live on the post game. Hey, Bill, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. How's it going tonight, Harris? Um, going fine. I really didn't get to watch much of the game until the end because I was at work. I had to work today. Um, but, I mean, from what I read from the box score, everything that, that I saw, I mean, the team uh, kept working hard. The The shifts that they scored on, um, they earned those, those goals. Uh, some of them looked a little bit greasier. But uh, another thing, uh, like Mayhew played well. Um, Konechny starting to get in a little bit more of a rhythm, which is nice to see. Um, and I think they might pull out one of these games, even though like one of the games that they don't look like on paper that they should. Well, I feel like they're they're not going to lose ten in a row again. I don't think so. But like as you said, they're not good too. So I mean, who knows? That's they might lose ten in a row all in overtime. Oh yeah, and like it's very possible. And when when it went to overtime, like I mean, I still knew that. Um, the Flyers would lose Carolinas to their team. And then if they had gone to a shootout, I mean, that's pretty obvious. Have they, is that stat correct? Have they not scored a shootout goal all year? I mean, they've been in what, six shootouts? Is that possible? Like Charlie, I thought tweeted out. Oh, Charlie. I mean, I doubt he made it up. So I mean, it makes sense. Uh, my God. Yeah. And like three on three, even, you know, yeah, of course they're going to lose a shootout. They're not winning a skills competition and they always lose shootouts, but even the three on three, like, yeah, it shows the talent disparity more. Like, you're going to have more open ice, playmakers who can make plays, speed, all that on display. They're not going to look quite as good. But they had some chances there in the overtime. And we're starting to see now, like, okay, the season's over. It's just kind of a march to the end. Jerry Mayhew stepped up. We all know about Scott Lawton and what he's meant to this team. Um Isaac Ratcliffe, another guy, at least you're finding now, like it's not just the Nick Sealers of the world playing. Like, yes, he's still in the lineup, which is ridiculous, but at least we're seeing 
guys take advantage of their opportunity who might have a future here. Like Travis Sanheim. All right, Travis Sanheim's at least probably going to be here to start next year. You mentioned Travis Konechny. Uh, like Isaac Ratcliffe, young guy. We don't really know much about him. What's he got? Jerry Mayhew. Uh, you know, he's 29. He's not young, but it's his first real opportunity in the NHL. What's he doing with this? So at least we're seeing some guys who are have a chance to be here next year starting to look like uh, a little more uh, like you'd want to keep them around or at least see what they can give you at the start of next season. Uh, yeah, for sure. And here's another point. Maybe this is something to bring up on the, the actual show um, on the podcast this week, but it seems like for a long time, the, like the newer franchises, like in the, the Sunbelt markets, the non-traditional markets, a lot of their managements just had their, had no idea what they were doing, had their head up their ass, and like that's why they were bad. But now a lot of them, like once they've hired like good management, have made a lot of good decisions, obviously. And like there's a lot less fan pressure of, oh, we need to win a certain way, or like there's no like bring it back to the past type of thing. Whereas in like a lot of northern, more traditional markets, there's like a lot of pressure from the fan base to do things a certain way and like, oh, we need to acquire this type of player or a guy from our area or all these things, and then um, I don't know if that necessarily hurts um, the management, but just an observation I've made, like for years, like Carolina, Florida, and even Tampa at certain points have had like terrible management. And now they have good management groups and they're like very successful. And there's just less pressure from those fan bases to, oh, we have to acquire certain guys and they just let their, their uh, GMs do what they need to do. Yeah, I do think there's like – there's definitely an element of that because there's not anything for them to like draw on. Like nobody, nobody in Carolina is like, oh, we need to be the Broad Street bullies, you know, like and that happens. Like you mentioned, I, I think you were alluding to at least like Toronto, like as skilled as Toronto is, there's a part of that fan base that's like, man, we got to toughen up. We need some guy who's going to throw some hands. And yeah, you need an element of physicality, but like the best way to build a team is with really good players. I would start with that personally. And, you know, they've done that, but there's that pressure to be like, oh, we need, we, you know, like some of their fans might want Rasmus Ristolainen because he hits, you know, and I, I do think that's like an element of some newer teams that you don't have to deal with those sorts of things. And like in for in Minnesota, for example, and Fletcher, I think it's like talked about it a little bit. Like there's this huge pressure of, Oh, of like we need a Minnesota guy or guys plural on the roster or in the draft. And like, there's a huge pressure from the fan base to do that. Whereas like Tampa, when they draft a Braden point, there's not like, Oh, we need to get a floor of the guy. Cause there's not many of those. So it's like, yeah, we're just drafting Braden point. Cause he was a monster in the dub. So like, that's another thing I've noticed. Yeah, absolutely. Like Minnesota specific, like, oh, we're the state of hockey. How are we not made up of hockey players from this state? Like, yeah, you know, a team like Florida or something, you're not going to have that issue. So absolutely. Yeah, but um, I mean, I guess that that's all I really have. I mean, like, it's interesting watching the games. I obviously I didn't get to watch much today, but um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm excited for the trade deadline. So yeah, it's uh, it's a month from today. So thanks a lot, Harris. Appreciate it. That's it's still a month away, folks. It's still a fucking month away. Like, Claude Giroux might not be traded for another month. That is... That's insanity. Uh, like, <laughs> like, the NBA trade deadline was a couple weeks ago. We're almost to spring training at this... I mean, I, I realize baseball doesn't exist right now, but, like... 
I, I can't believe we're we're still a month away from this trade deadline. Like, there's still so many things that have to happen for the Flyers. And, like, the season does go longer. Like, usually by mid-April, we're into the playoffs. And I think the Flyers' season ends on, uh, what is it, the 29th or 30th of April? So, yeah, the last game is 429 against Ottawa. So, like, the season does go later this year. Uh, so, trade deadline a few weeks later. But, god damn, another month. Uh, Sean V, Sean V, you're live in the post game. Yo, what's up, Bill? How are you tonight? Good, man. Um, something Charlie tweeted about, and it kind of resonated with me, is he talked about how the last few games, uh, the Flyers have actually been able to like show some semblance of a system, like a system they're buying into. There's some sort of process. You can tell what they're trying to do. It's just that, you know, they don't have the NHL talent right now to win any games. And I was thinking about it. Like that's him saying that is like, it really is an indictment of how much of a mess they were in the beginning of the year, which is what he said. Like, they really did not buy into AV's system when they actually had NHL talent on the roster. Yeah, and, you know, part of that might have been, you know, we didn't have Kevin Hayes. There's some new guys. Sean Couturier's playing hurt. All, all the excuses, absolutely. Uh, but there is a part of it like, no, I, I, I do not believe this team was, like, all the way in to, uh, for a lot of the, you know, first month, two months of the season, and that led to the absolute disaster that happened afterwards. And the injuries then were just, like, icing on the cake. Uh, to get back to another, uh, the last caller who asked about Charlie's other tweet, the Flyers have scored zero shootout goals this year. Uh, they're 0-4 in shootouts. So had it gone to a shootout today, really good chance they don't win that either. But I just wanted to get to that because I just brought it up. But, yeah, yeah. Um, this team right now, like I said, they've had some time together, like guys like Jerry Mayhew, uh, like they're more than just getting their feet wet now. Like they're in the NHL. Uh, you know, Oscar Lindblom has really started to look like Oscar Lindblom. That's a huge piece for this team. It's not like he's a superstar or anything, but having a guy who does what he does, like they're they're built for him to be Oscar Lindblom. Uh, Travis totally. Konechny starting to come around a little bit, building some chemistry. Uh, we've just seen it with a, a few line groupings, a few uh, a, a few guys, you know, getting some experience and getting to step up, and that's where we are. That's why it looks better. Like, I know they're still losing, and honestly, I'd rather them lose in regulation, but because there are some guys who are going to be here next year, you can't replace an entire roster. I want to, like, assess those guys now. Yeah, totally. That's how I feel, and like you said, I'm obviously rooting for them to lose at this point because there's just no point, but... um you know, I think I've come down from my seething rage and apathy of like two months ago. And now I'm like, hey, uh, you know, Isaac Ratcliffe does not look like the bust everyone said he was. Like, I'm not saying he's going to carve out an NHL role, but he's kind of fun to watch right now. And Scott Lawton's still busting his ass. I mean, uh, he's I think he's really fun to watch. So, I mean, yeah, enjoying the little things. I, I agree with that. Yeah, and that's, I mean, what else is there at this point? And now it's, and thanks a lot, Sean. Now there's also not that like, oh, man, they're going to go on a run and ruin this thing. Like, nah, they're finishing bottom five, dude. Like, they really – like, they played as well as they can possibly play today, and they lose – sure, they lose in overtime, uh, but, like, what happens when they do sell? We're talking about how few NHL players they have. Well, a bunch of those guys are going to get traded. Uh, so, like, w what does this thing look like for the last month plus of the season? Like – 
yeah, March 21st is the deadline. Like I said, the season ends on April 29th. They might lose every game from that point forward. They're going to have no players. So, uh, you know, it's there's that rage of, oh, and they're going to ruin this thing. At least that's not there, like that fatalism, like, and they're going to draft 11th. Like, that isn't happening. It just, it's not going to this year. Um, they are so fucking awful. But, like, I'll give, like, all I ask is that you try at this point. I just want to see enough effort to justify me watching the game. And I want to see the guys who have a legitimate chance to be here. Like again, Isaac Ratcliffe, and this brings up a whole, like what is the matter with our, um, you know, minor league coaching, our development system that, you know, by all accounts, Isaac Ratcliffe looks better here than he did in the AHL. Like, okay, what's the matter down there then? Uh, But he's also surrounded by better players, obviously, but stuff to get into at a later time. It's just nice to, be able to look at a hockey game and go, this is, this is NHL level hockey, you know, (laughs) like this is worth watching. At least Uh, I I'm not seeing some so far inferior product that it makes me want to bang my head against the wall. Uh, Let's go to Warren Brody, Warren. There it is. Warren, you're live on the post game. Hey Bill, how you doing tonight? How's it going, Warren? Yeah, you know, it wasn't too bad of a game. Uh, I got a chance to watch most of, most of it. And they're, Competitive, like you mentioned. Uh, what do you What do you think of Mike Yo? I mean, I I'm I I don't know. I mean, I, I just wonder if he's going to be the coach next year. I doubt he's the coach next year, uh, just because like the results are going to be so bad. It, like even if we're saying you know they're playing better, they're buying in. There seems to be uh, you know a purpose. They're they're starting to play within a system. All this stuff. Like, the results, his record is going to be so god-awful <laughs> that, like, how do you justify, yeah, that guy's going to be our coach? Like, but, you want to sell tickets, you want, you want people to be excited. I don't see how it's possible. Uh, I think he's an average coach. I think Mike Yo, if he has a good team, they will be good. If he has a bad team, they will be bad. Like, it's really hard to judge a coach at this point because half his players don't belong in the league. But, like, I, I think he's doing fine. Uh, if, the coach has so little say at this point. Like, yeah. you know, Jerry Mayhew's his best forward. Yeah, it's just so strange. I mean, when Jerry Mayhew's out playing uh, Travis Konechny and and we still have Yandel and Seor uh, out there, which makes – I can't wait until, until they're gone. I mean, it's just – to me, it's a waste of ice time having these guys out there. Um, so, I don't know. But what do you think uh, – Regarding Giroux, you, any doubt he gets traded? No, no. I like. I'm just concerned they're not going to really get a good uh, package for him, and they may hold on to him. Wouldn't I shock just, me. I, I don't see like. So you don't get a good package for him, so you hold on to him, and then he leaves for nothing. Like that doesn't uh, make any sense. Well, I think he probably wants to stay. That, that's Why? the real. Like they're they're I, horrible. It, they're a they are hard, team. They are horrible, but he seems to want to be here. It's it's a yeah. strange. I think, I don't know. The whole thing is a little just, strange to me. I think that's just what he says. Like all the reports are like, yeah, he wants to go to Colorado. Of course he does, because they're gonna win. Like all like. Uh, he he wants to stay here because he is here. That's what you say when you're stuck somewhere. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I want to be here. Like I just, when you I'm have just, a chance to leave, he's gonna leave. 
yeah, I mean, we'll get an okay package. It won't be, you know, hopefully we get one player out of this that can come in and play with us. Maybe a right-hand shooting defenseman. I don't expect much more than that. Maybe a, a second-round pick that becomes a first-round pick if he signs I mean, on the team, something like I, that. You know, a team is going to get Claude Giroux for $4 million. They are getting one hell of a deal for a playoff run. Like, the package is going to be respectable. I hope so. All right. Thanks a lot, Warren. Uh, yeah, like, I, I know there's a lot of I, I know there's a lot of consternation and everything, but, like, they're going to get a decent return for Claude Giroux. Um, it's, he's really good, and the Flyers are going to cover 50% of his salary to maximize the return. Like, it's going to happen. Now, teams will still probably have to shed salary, so you have to take that into account. But still, the Flyers should get a pretty damn good return for G. Like, I'm not really all that worried about it. Uh, let's go to Matt. Matt, you're live on the post game. Matt, you're muted. All right, Matt, try again. We'll try to uh, get you back up. Let's go to Patrick Reed Miller. Patrick, you're live on the post game. Hey, Bill, how's it going? <laughs> What's going on tonight, Pat? Uh, entertaining game, I guess. Yeah, there's a fight, a few goals. Zach McEwen, he could be on my team next year. I love, I just love McEwen. Yeah, absolutely. He, he's fun to watch. He, he is. Uh, since we're going to be talking about the trade deadline forever, someone tweeted out the scouts at tonight's game. There were scouts for the Avs, Blackhawks, Stars, Panthers, Predators, Sharks, Blues the Rangers, and the Kraken. So that's interesting. The wheels are in motion. Yeah, and of course, like, you know, the Hurricanes are a Stanley Cup contender as well. They will be looking to buy at the deadline. So teams that they could potentially be dealing with are there as well. Like, it's... um. It's it's there's a lot going on. Uh, it's it's a fun time, especially when your team's out of it. It gives you something else to pay attention to. Uh, I, I just I can't wait to get there and be done with it and know what the situation is. Yeah, there'll be a ton of scouts for this long homestand, so hopefully it spices up a bit when we get closer. Yeah, I think it's it's just a matter of time. Like I know, like you know, there've been a lot of the rumors, people denying what's true and this and that. Here's the thing. We're still a month out. Uh, like every 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 talk has been preliminary. Like so, of course, there was no conversation. Hey, are you? Will you waive your no trade? Will you waive your no move for this right now? Of course, that didn't happen because it's not happening right now. There's still quite a bit of time, and I think some ancillary moves could happen. Like of course, like Derek Broussard could be traded at any point, or uh, you know any of those sorts of guys. Justin Braun, but for a Giroux or even Aristolainen, I think it's going to come down to those last couple of days before March 21st. Oh, yeah. And uh, I guess one more thing. I guess I'm looking forward to see what we have in Ratcliffe. I'm not expecting much, but I like that takeaway and I like that between the legs move, but uh, that's all I got, Bill. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Patrick. No, I mean, listen, it's the it's the things like uh, like watching Ratcliffe and seeing if he's a real NHL player now. Like, He's been impressive in a small sample size. We'll see what he really has over these next few weeks, uh, over these, ne these next two months or so. Hopefully he stays healthy, stays up. Uh, but he's a guy, what was he? The uh, He was the Patrick and, um, and Morgan Frost. I believe he was the 2017 draft. So he's been a guy who's been around for a little bit in the organization and hasn't shown a whole lot in the AHL. Now he's getting a chance. Maybe, you know, 
for whatever reason, he's just better off up here. And we'll see uh, how many of these guys can potentially carve out a spot for themselves next year or at least be viable organizational depth, something that they clearly haven't had the last few years. So when they do face injuries, oh, shit, yeah, we got nothing. Um, there's no one to put in the lineup. We just got to make something up. Here's Nick Sealer. Like, you know, it's uh, – so maybe we find a few more of those guys who can pencil into those spots and be uh, contributors, even if not full-time NHLers. Let's try Matt again. Matt, you're live. Uh, hey, Bill. Sorry, you got me there now? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. How are you tonight, Matt? Um, I'm pretty good over here. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. Uh, that's good. Yeah, I, uh, well, I had hot fingers or something before I dropped my phone and uh, yeah, I got too uh, too excited. But uh, yeah, I actually saw your your tweet about, um, you know, you liking this team more in the last, uh, I don't know what it was, 18 months or something, you know, and um, I have to agree with that. Like it's not, not to say I really like them, but you know, it's it's a bunch of dudes that like you know are are giving it, you know, are putting effort out there. Not to say the other guys didn't, but you know, like how how can you not you know even a little bit cheer for you know like a Gerald Mayhew or some of these guys that are playing like the hockey of their lives, right? And um, you know, it's, it's not the team we wanted, or it's not you know the place I think we want it to be. And at this point, it just you know like fuck, like good for them, like go get it. Yeah. No, it's it's an opportunity for some of these guys and like not even the not even the borderline guys. Like it's nice that Travis Sanheim, you know, in these last couple of weeks has started to look like uh has started to look like a player I don't want to just totally give up on. You know, like there's there's some guys that we're going to have to keep around and if I can just see a little bit to, you know, even if it's just the beginning of next season. All right if they are going to try this aggressive retool thing and we're going to pencil them into the lineup, they, they deserve to be here. They'll have at least earned it by playing out this horrible fucking season. Yeah. And I, and I think that is a good point. You know, you, you talk about earning it and um, you know, again, it's a, it's a tough spot for the team. Like I think we all wish they weren't, you know, doing this aggressive retool, but if they are going to do it, like, fuck, I don't know, like at least have some guys in there that, I mean, I, I don't know what the hell McEwen was doing in that fight, but it looked like he was trying to like like jackhammer the guy into the ground, like with those that punches. Like you know, we I, I was waiting. He's gonna come down from like the ceiling the next game with some kind of like wrestling music, you know, coming out like. <laughs> it's he's it feels like I'm watching like a shitty TV. wrestling show. <laughs> that was incredible. Just like hammer fists for like. <laughs> I, okay, here you go. It's like, like, like it's like fucking Donkey Kong, but. Um, <laughs> exactly what it was yeah and then just you know with with me he like I, I just had a thought like i did you see that movie a long time ago like with russell crowe gladiator i think it was 2000 it came out yeah yeah and like like mayhew like he's he's become this guy like just out of the fucking shadows like leading this rabble of like other shitty gladiators like mayhew's our maximus this season like he's just coming out and i don't know it's um you know, just trying to look for positives, right? So thanks, uh, thanks for the chatting. Oh, thanks, Matt. Yeah, and you know, it's that's all that's all we can do at this point. They're a horrible team. Most of us don't agree with the direction that they at least have said they're going to try to take this off season. So you got to just look for the positives and say, okay, if they're going to go, like I keep saying, with this aggressive retool, uh, if they're not going to rebuild, tear it down, try to start over. 
you can't have 20 new guys. You're going to have some rollover. Who are the guys that are worth keeping around? Like, that's what we find out from here. And now, of course, you can have the opinion. It's perfectly valid. Oh, of course, yeah, Travis Konechny. Looks like Travis Konechny now. Uh, he's got no pressure. Season's over. And you know what? That's valid. And if they trade Travis Konechny uh, this offseason, I'm not going to shed a tear over it. But I'd rather see him succeed than not. You know, like I'm not rooting against Travis Konechny. I'm hoping uh, for the best with him. And maybe he finally has it figured out. Still a little snake bitten in terms of goal scoring. But just overall, like recently, Travis Konechny has looked more like himself, or at least the guy uh, that we hope he is. Uh, and it's little things like that, that that's, that's, what's going to determine the success of this season. Now it's, uh, the results are inconsequential as long as they finish, you know, bottom five, which is basically a guarantee at this point, because they are so fucking horrible and they're only going to lose good players from here, or at least viable NHL players, they will be losing. Uh, but that's it for me, uh, pretty quick post game tonight. Uh, not a ton of callers, but of course the game was at three and, uh, by the time I finished up producing you better you bet i couldn't get on here till like a little after seven so thank you all uh who did join me thank you for listening thank you for hanging out uh i'll be back after the next game next week i will be gone i'm leaving from saturday to thursday i think uh but we'll try to get some coverage we'll try to do some things and that'll be pretty much the only games i miss for the regular for the rest of this regular season as if i need to specify regular season like there's going to be a postseason uh yeah so that's it thanks for listening thanks for hanging out till next time my name is bill matz have a great week everybody